Welcome back to episode two of the Loser Pod. I am your host, Evan Weiser, and on this week's podcast, we will be going over week three in both the NFL and our fantasy league. And last, we'll have a new special guest. So stay tuned. This is the Loser Pod. Welcome back to the Loser Pod. Week three is in the books and we have a lot to cover. I think it's only natural to start with the fantasy trade that went down Sunday morning between Matt and Kaplan. Matt traded away Derek Carr for Kaplan's Dak Prescott. On the surface, seems like a very odd trade and I think there are a lot of what-ifs that go into this trade and I'm going to start with Dak. Dak goes down week one. Jerry Jones says right after the game they are not putting him on the IR. So that means he is, he, they're expecting him to be back within four weeks. So Cooper Rush, after last night's game, started two, has one more to go against Washington, I believe, where Dak will not start that one. But then the fourth week against the Rams is, has been the date that they've had circled the entire time. So for Matt, making this trade, he really loses, he loses Prescott for two weeks and then gets him for the rest of the year from Kaplan's perspective, gets help immediately, even though he didn't start Derek Carr, um, and gets someone who I would say is probably undervalued from what, what we expected in the beginning of the season. That Raiders offense has not been what we've hoped for, what the hype was in the in the offseason. Derek Carr, the $40 million man with his wide receivers, um, that looks expected to be a great offense led by Josh McDaniel, and it really hasn't been to start the season. So maybe if... Maybe if Carr gets it going the rest of the season, this looks like a good trade, but I'm going to have to go with Matt on this one for this trade. I think rest of the season, even with Dak out these next two weeks, I think when it really matters, I think Dak is going to be the better quarterback over Derek Carr. And I mean, and this is assuming Derek Carr looks like this for the rest of the season. That remains to be seen. I'm losing faith in that offense. Um, and granted, the Cowboys offense is not the best either. Some question marks on the offensive line, but Tyler Smith has looked good at left tackle. Um, no wide receiver two there, which is a little bit weird. And I think that's why we came to the season with Dak Prescott so undervalued going late in the draft. But I think when it comes down to it later in the season, when these games really matter, I think Dak Prescott is going to be the better quarterback to have. We'll bounce around the league for the rest of the fantasy matchups in what seemed like a very low scoring week. Uh, very odd. A lot of the top teams as you would call them in our league putting up scores in the 80s very odd week but we'll start with mine and Tishman's matchup one that annoyed me uh it's a struggle this year for fantasy for me um I need to take all the wins I can get and playing the team that has Lamar Jackson and puts up the most points for that week is a little bit tough to swallow but we'll bounce back um it'll all be good uh keep on chugging so let's go to the next one we got Schiff versus Matt. I, okay, I cannot stand all these fucking names. First of all, Kaplan and Matt, like, we got to do something about that. Matt's with the Noah Nifty team. Like, I, I can't do it. We got to change it. Um, but Matt put up another dud, goes to 0-3. Team looking a little rough. Maybe he needs a tight end. I don't know. Maybe he should pay up a little bit more for that tight end. We'll see. Um, and Debo, Samuel Lechner, Jordan Schiff. 
had a week. Uh, DeAndre Swift going down for a few weeks. That should be interesting. We'll see on the waiver wire this week who coughs up the most money. Um, the first week was Jeff Wilson with Noah. I think last week was pretty calm, but this week with Khalil Herbert and Jamal Williams, there are going to be some people who are putting a decent amount of money forward. I put in waiver claims. This podcast isn't going to come out till Wednesday morning, so we're good. Um, I put waiver claims in for both. Hopefully I get one, but I'm also not trying to pay a whole bunch for it. We'll see. But uh, Schiff's team led by Mark Andrews um, get to 108. That's a solid score. Had Devonta Smith on his bench, former Doug Club member, now fucking stud. That one's a little rough. And also had Eagles defense on his bench. I mean, I think he needs to respect the 3-0 team a little bit more, but... Shifts chugging along. I know there were some rumors circulating the league about him potentially looking for another quarterback. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see how that one plays out. So that's that second matchup. Let's go to the next one. The one that came down to the wire. They're talking shit. That is Fuckboy against David. And I'll just say, I mean, David's team is sick, and it was Fuckboy luck to play him when he has 80 points. Like, I'll just say that. Projected 123 scores, 80. Gets David gets minus four from the defense and normally would be a dud club participant, but I think we're going to go players only. No defenses, no field goals for the dud club. Um, I think is how we're going to have that one moving forward, but David doesn't get much out of his wide receivers. His wide receivers on the bench do a lot better. Alave and Amari Cooper, both those guys underrated studs. Um, so I think he'll bounce back pretty easily. Uh, Noah's team is good. Good, even though the Eagles did rattle Justin Jefferson only 2.9 points this week. Maybe he's coming back down to earth. Maybe maybe he's not that great. No, I'm just kidding. He's fucking amazing. But Noah also bounced back, only getting four points out of Aaron Jones. Just a very odd week, like I said before. Um, but Noah gets the win there, winning by six. Go to the next one. This one was a nail-biter. Seskin versus Kaplan. Finished Kaplan what scored point oh four more than him. Classic in week three for our fantasy league. Who did it come down to? I wasn't really paying attention. I know there was something at the end. Eh, fuck it. Oh well. Well, that was a close game. Um Seskin only got one point out of a hurt David Montgomery. Maybe he's gonna be the one to overpay for Khalil Herbert. Maybe Schiff is the one to overpay for Jamal Williams. We'll see how that one plays out tomorrow morning. Um, Kaplan getting 16 points out of the Cincinnati defense and only scoring 87 points is an interesting one. Like I mentioned before, not starting Derek Carr is another interesting one, but we'll keep chugging. That one was a very, very close one. And the last matchup was a little bit of a blowout, the classic Brett versus Joshy. Joshy only putting up 81 points with Jalen Hurts putting up 27 not great, but we'll try to find more parity in this league moving forward. Um, I think this is a solid, low-scoring week where Tishman scored the most behind Lamar Jackson's 39. Guy's a stud. Pay him. But that is our Week 3 recap. And now, moving on to our interview today. I am super, super, super excited for this one. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it as much as I did. Ryan fucking Wyman. Yo, Weiser, what's good? Hey, everyone, we're live. This is my first podcast. First podcast ever? Ever. My second yeah. podcast ever. Well, this is great. I'm glad that I that you are there at Pop My Podcast Cherry. <laughs> I'm, I'm honored. 
There I'm you honored go. to be that one. For I made you. it weird already. I made it weird already. Let's do it. Um, how you right. doing? What's, what's new in the life of Ryan Wyman? I've, I'm working for the government as working a bureaucratic job for the past year and a half. I love it. Okay. I have a fucking pension. I'm like Jerry from Parks and Rec. Just killing the game. Just minus the blonde wife and the kids. Oh, that's coming. That's that. <laughs> I'm only 29. I'm, I'm growing into Jerry slash Ron Swanson. I'm, I'm merging into both of them. How are you Ron Swanson? Because I fucking love bacon, and I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm trying to be a manly ass man, and I'm trying that that's not that's the personality that's not like the personality I, I wanted I I wish to have one day is Ron Swanson. So we're going ninety nine percent Jerry, one percent no, Ron like Swanson, sixty percent Jerry, and then like twenty percent Ron Swanson, and maybe like ten percent Jeff Winger from <laughs> the legacy the legendary show community. Yeah, I mean, it, whatever, whatever you aim for, Wyman. That's, that's, I'll, that's, I'll just, support my, you. that's just my, that's just, you know, me. Um, but yes, I'm doing very well. Uh, work's going great. I have my, I've been there for about two years soon, uh, uh, next January. So it's been about a year and a half, and I've been at my, my apartment uh, for a year and a half. And after having to live with my parents in a one bedroom condo all of fucking COVID, it's fucking amazing. Okay, how's I how's, recommend it. You recommend the one bedroom apartment. with your parents. What is it? You you recommend the one bedroom no, with your parents. No, I recommend moving into your own one bedroom. Oh, Don't I agree have with that. Fucking roommates, you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's incredible. Okay. Jerk um, off in any room you want. Ew, no, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. I live. <laughs> I lived with fucking Mad Gerb. I don't fucking deal with bastard. I don't do that shit. Okay. I don't do any of that. I I've seen the worst. I've had the worst roommates of all time. Okay, so uh, we'll 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 change the subject with that. Yes. Uh, yes. Let's talk about fantasy. How's your fantasy team going? It's this, going. Since this is a fantasy football podcast. It is a fantasy football podcast. I know what I'm talking. I know what audience I'm getting, and uh, I'm really into fantasy. I've been doing it the past four years. Um. I'm in a, I'm in, I'm in a, I was in a, I was in one league for four years and now I added another one because my buddy asked me to like the day of the draft to do it. And it's fucking on the, on the ESPN fantasy app, which I call the Disney app because (laughs) Disney's a fucking conglomerate and it's owning everything. And it pisses me the fuck off (laughs) when I'm trying to draft, um, of, of you know a fantasy football league and i see fucking ads for fucking star wars and sea hulk and andor and like I, I can do my logo as wreck it ralph like that's fucking <laughs> fucking separate that's annoying like fuck espn fantasy app i call it the disney app the disney league the disney app it's not my real yahoo sports is where it's at yahoo fantasy for life um i'm i i drafted very well okay um, i took an I I took an edible before my draft because it was during uh Labor Day weekend. I was like, "Fuck it, I, I'm gonna do this stone because it's gonna be like four or five. It's gonna be like three hours of of us arguing over each other. So let's do it, uh, with the draft. And I drafted a hell of a team. Uh, okay, how many teams? Um, how many teams are in the league? It's a ten man league. Okay, what's the buy in? The buy in is sixty dollars. Okay, all right. Sixty dollar buy in. Your buy in is probably way more expensive, but um. But uh, but yeah, we're sixty dollar buy, and it'll probably get to a hundred in like the next four years because every year it goes up. Okay. Um, 
So uh, my 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 team is I have Mahomes, uh, Devontae Adams, uh, Jalen Waddle, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Damn, Alvin, okay. Alvin Kamara, uh, Zach Ertz. Wait. Yeah, I have Kamara. You got Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and Devontae Adams. What pick did you yeah. have? What did you say? What pick did you have? I think I had the third or fourth. Okay. Pick. It was I. I had a. I. It was an early pick. I had. I think. I don't okay. remember exactly, but I. I. I don't remember how I got all these players on the team. But my team. My team is stacked. I'm not even done yet. Uh, a- after Alvin Kamara, I have Zach Ertz, Rashad Bateman, Christian Kirk, Michael Carter, Josh Jacobs, uh, uh Kyle Pitts. I have I have I have two uh I have okay. Devontae Parker, I've I have uh, Matt Gay and I have Denver and my fantasy team and, it, and I know you guys will love it. Woody Allen's blue gay waddle. <laughs> when can can we get some backstory on that? Uh because I have the I have the kicker Matt Gay and I have uh Jalen Waddle and I always do and my team names are usually always like Film related are there fucking crazy like inappropriate joke that you would find in the in the amazing show the league something that on An- Andre or uh, Roxon would say. So last year, um, my uh, my team name was Army Hammers Kosher Deli because <laughs> he's a cannibal. Because he's um the b- this wasn't my initial team name. My team name during the, the this draft was Jeffrey Epstein's kids daycare <laughs> oh my god and i told and and when i drafted my dad who's who's getting into fantasy this year because of my sister as you guys all know you've heard me say yeah the disgusting melissa wyman i was gonna ask uh, how she's doing she is getting she's in like a league with 23 year olds um like bolo league Schiff would know what this is um and uh and and she so she's 32 and she hangs out with all 23, 24 year olds uh in downtown Baltimore in the Bolo League. She's like a referee. She like goes to every one of those. What does those she referee? Rep- she referees those, you know those bolo sports. Yeah, but like what sport? She does all of them. <laughs> every like no qualifications there are, needed. There, there are girls, there, there are girls, um there are people that have told me that go to those leagues that say, Yeah, I always see Melissa Lyman at that shit, and it's so weird. <laughs> Because I, I know Melissa's we and I just and I've heard things about Melissa that she's crazy. What? So like yeah, she's in everything. So I, I don't want to do those leagues. I was thinking about it, but then I found out my sister does ev- like she's at every event. Like well, even if she's not doing it, she's a referee for it. Or she's there doing something for the Volt for Bolo or some shit. Okay, so let's say Melissa wasn't a ref, what sport would you have signed up for? Uh, probably like kickball or flag football, something co-ed. Something co-ed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you you know me, and then um, co-ed, and then uh, something that does like flip cup, because apparently that's something they do, like they have flip cup leagues or some shit. Yeah, I don't know how they do it out in Baltimore, but in Denver they have the Volo leagues, and it's like you play like kickball or whatever, and then like after the game you go to a bar and like do yeah, flip cup. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's yeah. like you get an extra point if you win or something. Yeah, my sister does all that shit. So anyway, long we're 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 getting I'm getting off topic. <laughs> we're spiraling. So, so fantasy, um, 
my so my dad's getting into fantasy and he was really impressed just this just this year and he was really impressed with my team and he was he was i he uh, i was on speaker because my parents were going to a concert with their friends to see sting and uh, they asked me what my fantasy team name was and i said jeffrey epstein's kids daycare and my mom got really mad at me. <laughs> um so and then you changed it so to, the, to the Woody Allen and my one. dad my dad had to explain to her that that's how fantasy leagues but he he also said that was a horrible name and that, it, <laughs> and that I would get canceled but it's funny because he he says the most canceled yeah he's like Tim Allen my dad so I call him Jewish Tim Allen so he he would get canceled before me but yeah my team names are incredible so my team is stacked mm-hmm. um I have I'm so here's what happened. Week one, I dominated. Um, and then week two, I literally lost by one, by one, uh, by 1.2 points. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I lost by it. I 167.38 to 165.50. I was beating, I was beating my friend Jonah all Sunday, all Sunday. I, all of my players overperformed, especially. Uh, Waddle and 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 uh, especially Waddle and Rashad Bateman and Christian Kirk, um, and uh, Mahomes did pretty well, and I was beating him. But the problem was was is that uh, my my friend Jonah had fucking Stefan Diggs, who fucking did yeah. forty six points in the Monday night game. On Monday night, yeah, and he beat me just because of Stefan Diggs. He beat me because of one receiver by 1.5 points Damn. um i don't count that as a uh, as a real loss because that was a statistical improbability that stefan Diggs would have that amazing of a of a fantasy performance that night it's a, it's a confidence that, loss that good oh yeah it is you're a confident, confident about loss. your team but it's a it's confidence just unfortunate. loss but it's just annoying like i don't count that as like a real loss i lost this week this uh um uh, I got that, but it's from it, it's the number one uh, person in our league right now. He has a really stacked team, uh, my friend Eric, and uh, he just has better players, and he has Lamar. And Lamar had the the, the yeah, best. Yeah, I played against career. Lamar too. Lamar, yeah. So like, um, I I lost by like thirty points, but um, I'm 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 so I'm I'm one and two right now, but it's a uh, I'm I'm six in the league, and I'm and I am uh. I'm I'm the third highest scoring per- person. Okay, you'll bounce in, back in PF in in PF whatever the shit that's called whatever that points for points for. I have I have a lot of points because I have a really high scoring team. So I'm doing very I'm doing very well. I wish I won week two, and I wish that I uh I won week three and uh pick and made some pickups, uh but I'm hunting the waiver wire uh this week the next couple of days until okay. thursday so a couple good running backs. To fucking win because i'm expected to win in my matchup um but the guy i'm playing is, is a trickster and he likes to make changes and and pick up waiver wire shit on, off the last minute to up his team at the last second mm-hmm. so it is gonna be fun so yeah absolutely so i'm doing very well in my fantasy league okay so yeah. any any big decisions? Uh, I'm not doing great, Wyman. My team kind of <laughs> sucks. I'm one and two right now, just like you, but it's not a confident one and two. But it's one of those seasons where I have the most points against. So like, okay, we're three weeks in. 
and Noah Fuckboy is the luckiest fantasy player like you'll ever see. Yeah, We're three I, I, weeks in, and he has a hundred more, a hundred less points against than I do. Is he three and zero? He's, I think he's three. Yeah, he just beat David. He's three and zero. Oh my god! That yes, yes, he has a yeah. hundred less points against than I do. That's that's a full fucking week, in, and we're three weeks in. So yeah, that's how my fantasy season's going. Wow, it's not that's great. Awful. That's awful. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm confident in my fantasy. Um, I think I'm going to do well. I, I don't want to get the punishment because our punishment is that we you have to do the 24 hour diner thing, and then every waffle you eat is an hour off see so, i 24 hours is a lot it's not gonna work but it, it people are gonna cheat um it's stupid you should just have to be there for six hours and then you, you have like four waffles it, it in like well, 20 I minutes think, or whatever I, and then yeah it, it i think to- six is a little is a little light Somewhere in between, maybe like 12, I think, would be like a solid, well, like you're no. in a Waffle House for 12 hours. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing is that it, you're not there for 24. You have to eat 12, you have to eat like 12 waffles to get it to 12 hours. And then you're there for 12 hours. Okay. So like, let's say hypothetical, the person who loses your league and has to do that is a diabetic. Like, what do you yeah. do? You, we don't know. We don't have anyone diabetic. Oh, okay. We, that's a double. Yeah. That's a great question. That's a great question. <laughs> That they were too dumb to answer, um, but yes. So, what else? What else is going on? Um, nothing much. You want to get into some movies? Let's get into some movies. Abs- absolutely. Okay. So, first one I wanted to talk about: everything, okay. everywhere, all at once. Spoiler yes, alert for anyone who hasn't watched it. It's a great movie. I, see, like I'll debate that. Like I. Eh. Wiser, wiser has to watch it again. But um, yes, it yes, it is a let. Let's talk about it. I feel like for me, with watching movies, like there, if like something is so fucking stupid that goes down, it will like take me out of the movie. So like Top Gun Maverick, when they are behind enemy lines and there's this F sixteen sitting there, fully gassed up, like no issues with it, no maintenance, it's all ready to go, and they just take it and dry and like fly off. Like that took me out of the movie. Okay. So like think little things like that will drive me nuts for everything everywhere all at once, right from the beginning, when they have these big ass Bluetooth little headsets in both ears. Like first of all, where the hell do they come from? And second of all, are we in like two thousand seven? Like what? Like I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I, I absolutely understand. Um, those little things are 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 called are like I call them plot holes. Okay. And- you can either go with it or not. You have to suspend your disbelief. In a movie like Top Gun Maverick, you, you know there's going to be like, like, like you watch like Fast and the Furious or a big action movie that costs like two hundred million dollars to make. There's there's going to be something that just that violates the law of physics, and you just have to go with it. And and you should be so entertained that it doesn't bother you, and it doesn't insult your intelligence when you watch it because you you just want to be entertained and you want a good story. The problem is is that a lot of those movies, like the Fast and Furious movies and shit. Is it doesn't have really good story. It just has visual effects, and that's it, and humor, mm-hmm. and that's really it. And it and, and it's not. It's nothing. And it, and then the movies are like two hours and ten minutes, and you get fucking bored because it's just visual effects, mm-hmm. which you can see on your fucking computer or any you know video game you play on a next gen console. So the reason why I thought Top Gun was so good is because it was a real fucking movie. It was a real story, and it and. The visual effects were a lot of it was practical with CGI enhancements, and it was fucking good. It was a good story. 
and it yeah. kept me entertained and it felt like a real fucking movie and not just like a dumb action movie. I agree like, with that. Or like a Marvel movie, which I love, but they've been, they, there, there's been so many of them that there, there's a lot, a lot of them are the same and they, and they do similar beats. And there's a lot of times in Marvel movies where it suspends disbelief, yeah. but it's a Marvel universe. But like, if you think of if you look at it, like any other movie, like it wouldn't make sense. So like, so like those little things didn't really bother me. And with, and with everything everywhere all at once, like you, you really, it, it's like, it, it's like the juxtaposition between like, it's a really poor immigrant woman. She doesn't have really good technology. And then she's in this crazy world. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, it, it, and like, I really love that vibe. It, it felt to me like a live action Rick and Morty episode. Yeah. I'll agree with that. But I mean, that's also the that's the multiverse too, though, where like you immediately, I at least for me, I immediately think Rick and Morty for anything about that. Well, like, yeah, well, like the multiverse isn't like a like it's not a copy. Like I don't understand why people like say like that's a real thing or like say like that's a cop. Like multiverse is like I've only seen it in like kind of like comics, but like I thought like this was a movie that I've never seen a movie about a multiverse before. Like this is the first like narrative that I saw. Well, I mean, tried to take a multiverse and make it like see like it was comedic, but there was also like really uh serious moments in it and, it and it really heartfelt and i really cared about the characters and it was always funny it it never stopped entertaining me and it was so unpredictable and unlike anything i've ever seen uh like these guys style the daniels the directors who did swiss army man which i also recommend is that the daniel Radcliffe movie where he's like dead yeah and it's so fucking weird and it's it's really you, you don't think this premise is going to work and it and it really works. It's really weird. And if you're in for a weird journey, it 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 will it will be memorable, whether you like it or not, or whether you like it. It's memorable. There's a reason why it was made. There's a re- reason why A24 made it. Like it's a really good. It's a good movie. It defines genre, though. It, it's not mm-hmm. a comedy. It's not a drama. It's hard to describe. Not really. And, I mean, it's it all is like that. And it's and it and it made money, which I'm so happy it did. And it reminded me of like. Kind of like Shang Chi and like or like Jackie Chan, like in 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 the martial arts, but it was also like modern, really irreverent, really fucking random. But it but it everything made sense within that screenplay, and I thought that it was just very original and like it could have like it could have like went on so many tangents. It did, but it always felt like it was telling the same story. And to me, it never felt convoluted. It 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 just it, it it felt really interesting, and then it stuck the landing. So I never, I never like thought that anything was wrong with the story. But it is really weird, and I loved how weird it was. Maybe I need to go through and watch again. But like when I was watching, my high ass brain was just like, "Oh, here we go with the Bluetooths again." No, yeah, <laughs> I think you were just focusing on that specific. I couldn't get past thing. it. Yeah, well, that was a problem. Well, that's your yeah. Well, maybe, that's- I'll, maybe I'll go back and rewatch it, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, because because you you might have the chance to like actually like like where like because people I I hope people will still be talking about everything everywhere all at once uh, during the uh, Oscar talk, which they've already started, and and a lot of the Oscar predictions websites that I've seen, they're saying that that will get a Best Picture nomination, Best Actress Michelle Yeoh and best screenplay and a lot of the crafts and i hope it does because 
that would be a dope movie to be nominated for Best Picture. It obviously won't win, but it, what it wins? deserves. Uh, I don't know. It's too early to tell. Okay. But I will say, I will say one thing. As I, because I love Olivia Wilde, I saw the new movie "Don't Worry, Darling" that she directed. You paid. And it, yeah, I did pay, and it was fucking. It it Florence Pugh was great, and it looks really good. And if you go stoned. Um, you'll 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 find it semi enjoyable because it's 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 really cool to look at. Um, it, it was shot by uh, Matthew Liebatik, who's the the DP on Darren Aronofsky movies, and Sarah Compton. He's made really good visual movies, so it, it looks visually great. But Harry Styles fucking sucks. I hate him as an <laughs> actor. He's on my no shit list. There, I have actors that I won't watch what they what they're in because I hate them as actors. And that Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's fucking asshole son stuff. <laughs> He's only good in one movie, the movie with Charlie Day and, and Jenny Slate. And that's just because I love Charlie Day and Jenny Slate. And they made that movie funny and entertaining. But Scott Eastwood sucks. And he sucks in every movie I've ever seen him in. Who else? Uh, Who else is on the and, list? And Harry Styles is not on that list because he ruined the movie. It it was it's supposed to be a two like two hander between Florence Pugh and Harry Styles the female and the male lead, like it's all about them and the twist. It's a lot like Black Mirror. If you watch it, it's if you see the movie, it's just like a Black Mirror episode, but in two hours. And fucking Harry Styles is is they need him to like fucking act and he fucking can't. He can't even do an American accent. He 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 sounds British in the first scene. So they so they in production they just said let's make him British. I have a friend who works for the fucking studio who told me that exactly. That's how fucking bad this this guy is. Harry Styles sucks. Don't see that movie. Don't see Don't Worry Darling. There are so many better movies out right now. Um, Barbarian is a really great movie. If any of you guys want to go to see a theater and go see a horror movie, it it has comedic elements. It's from the guys that did The Whitest Kids You Know. Okay. Um, and Miss March, which is a fucking amazing movie. <laughs> Miss March. I haven't it's heard so that bad, one in a it's while. It's so funny. It's so funny. Was Miss March uh, horsedick.mpeg from horse Craig Robinson? Horsedick.mpeg, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, he has, and, and he has no dick. Um, yes. Yes. And that's a funny-ass movie. That's another recommendation when you're stoned. Or in, in general, watch Miss March. It, it, it actually is funny. It's an awful movie, but it's really funny. Um so yeah, I have I have some other recommendations for so for Ryewise recommendations. I have Let's, give me your best one, your best your week. This is week three of the NFL season. Rye Wyman's movie recommendation. What is it? It is okay. So it it is going to be, uh, for the upcoming Halloween season. It's going it, even though it's it's not really a horror movie, but it's like a satire thriller. Uh disguised as a horror movie i my recommendation is bodies 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 okay it's really fucking good the women are super hot in it um and it's really funny and it's really fucking uh satirical pete davidson's in it it's a great movie to watch um while drinking while stoned while watching with a girl girls will like it it's very funny it's a really good movie i would also recommend and I hope Wiser hasn't seen it yet because if he hates it, then it will make me mad. Which is Jordan Peele's Nope. It's I haven't seen it yet. I it's want fucking to. Fucking incredible. Um, but it it's not going to be like Get Out or fucking Us. Don't think of it like that. Just think of it as 
Jordan Peele got fucking $60 million <laughs> and he made a crazy fucking movie that he wanted to make. And that's what you got. And it was, it's fucking good. It's fucking, it, the screenplay is great. Don't listen to what some people say that it doesn't make sense or it's disconnected. It, it all makes sense. You just have to think about it for a second, like get out or us. But this is a much better movie, in my opinion, than Us. I love Us, but th- that movie's confusing better. For, that movie's confusing for, for for no reason, just to be artistic. This movie all makes sense, um, and it's really good, and I really like the story. So I like this better than Us. I like uh, I love Us. I really do. I own it. I see it. I try to like. There are moments in Us that I fucking love, and I loved this movie. Uh, it's a great movie. See it on a big screen or in your 70 inch television. Yeah, my 65. Who needs a theater when I have a yeah. 65? Well, no, TV. I saw an IMAX because I'm a fucking movie uh, <laughs> uh, nerd. Um, and if, but yes, you got to see that. Um, uh, in terms, another thing is because you know, fucking it's the age of streaming. I recommend uh, Reservation Dogs as well. Binge that whole season one, it's incredible. Um, it's the best show Taika Waititi has done hmm. after what we do in the shadows. Yeah, I was going to say. More than a comedy. It's like a comedy drama. Um, also, yeah, so no open bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, I would also recommend uh, uh, any Kevin Smith movie. Zach and Mary make a porno. Okay, really don't, don't blow your load on week one, Wyman. Okay, I'm just full of recommendations. Your full I, recommendations will get all the other ones. And I, and I don't want Noah Fuckboy August to keep watching the same gay porn he watches on 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 JizzTube every day. On J- it was just I, need watch, I need him to watch more more high quality cinema. So more, yes, more high quality porn for Noah August. I got high it. quality cinema. Yeah. So uh, bodies, 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 and nope are my recommendations this week. All right. Okay, I will watch one of the two, maybe both of them. We'll talk about it. Absolutely. All right. All right, Wyman. Great job. Perfect. Killed it. All right. Talk to you later. If you stuck around this long on the podcast, thank you, and I appreciate you. And in return, I'm going to give you guys another can't-lose parlay, even though my parlay from week one lost. This one's going to hit. Guaranteed. Cannot lose. Uh, so, okay, so we're going to start first leg Texans Colts under 43 as my friend from work who lives or used to live in Indy says the Colts always play down to their opponent or up in the case of last week against the Chiefs. So I'm going the under there because I think the Titans suck under 43 for the first leg second leg. Opposite way. We're going Bills Ravens over 52 and a half. I think that one's going to be a shootout. Josh Allen getting a little revenge after last week. Lamar is awesome. Let's go over 52.5 there. And lastly, we'll go Packers minus 10 against the Pats without Mac Jones. Brian Hoyer is the next up in the depth chart, so that should be interesting. That game is in Lambeau. So, in total, Titans, Colts under 43. Bills, Ravens over 52.5. Packers minus 10. $10 on that parlay wins $62. You're all welcome. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview and this entire podcast. We'll be back next week with some week four stuff. See ya. It's no surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy. Cause every now and then I can't believe it.
shit out of me.